0: Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and a significant percentage of dogs wind up in animal shelters due to house training problems. And actually about a quarter of behavior-related visits to the veterinarians also involve house training issues. In my experience, one of the main reasons house training fails because dog parents actually have a tendency to look at their canine companions as four-legged humans and view accidents on the floor the same way that they would view a person who has just relieved themselves on the floor, which actually, there's no correlation, but we tend to do that. We humanize our pets. While your dog is a member of your family, of course, he is not a person and if you mishandle potty mistakes in the house you'll actually most of the time create the opposite effect of what you're going after which which means you make the situation worse. Elimination is of course a very natural part of your dog or cat's function and new puppies actually in particular can be expected to relieve themselves whenever and wherever they want to because that's just what happens. This actually is a natural biologic function of them just peeing and pooing wherever they want until they are old enough to control that urge physiologically, which means they have control of their external urethral sphincter. And number two, when they're appropriately motivated to pee and poo outside. So both of those factors have to be in place before puppies are capable of becoming housebroken. Now the good news is, It's very possible, and actually many, many people do it, successful positive pet parents, you absolutely can train your puppy or adult dog to become housebroken at any age. So teaching good potty habits to a puppy is much easier than training or retraining an adult dog, but either is possible, and either can absolutely be accomplished. So if you adopt an adult dog who has not been housebroken, don't fear, you're 100% capable of completing the task. There are three things that will ensure a successful housebreaking experience for your dog, and I can't stress the importance enough of positivity, consistency, and patience. All three are really important. The age at which most puppies can begin to learn their appropriate potty etiquette is about eight and a half weeks. Younger puppies actually don't have the neurological development necessary to control elimination, much like human infants, and actually Puppies under about eight weeks of age simply don't have their bladder, simply can't hold their urine in. It just naturally will come out. So if you have a really young puppy, um, that's not going to be a possibility. But by eight and a half weeks, potty breaking or, or house training is absolutely accomplishable. So it is important that you try and have an outdoor grassy surface that's the best approach and that you consistently take your puppy to that spot for elimination. Your puppy's brain is developed enough at that age to begin to associate the smell and surface of his potty training spot and the act of elimination. They can correlate the two. Not only can most puppies at eight and a half weeks start to make the mental connections, but they're actually quite capable of recognizing that they feel better when they relieve themselves there. House training your puppy is a two-fold process. First, she must learn to go to the designated spot, and then she must learn to hold her urine and feces until she's in that spot. A young puppy needs to be taken to her potty spot about every hour and after eating, playing, and sleeping. So you have to be able to watch your puppy's behavior and know that it's time for them to relieve themselves. The older she gets, the less often she'll need to go to her potty spot. But no dog should be expected to last eight or ten hours without a potty break, especially not a puppy. In my experience, there are four basic ground rules for house training any dog. House training ground rule number one, never leave your unhousebroken dog unattended, not even for a minute. If you aren't actively engaged with your dog, having her in the same room as you doesn't count if you're not focused on her. It's very important to not give her the opportunity to fail at housebreaking. If you can't engage with your dog, which of course isn't possible every minute of every day, then she should be in her crate. And yes, I said crate. Some pet parents believe that crates are really bad or negative, but honestly nothing could be further from the truth. A crate is actually a very natural, normal habitat for a dog as long as your puppy puppy doesn't associate it with a punishment, so you never put your dog in the crate when they've been bad. Dogs are den dwellers by nature and under normal circumstances they will enjoy and actually seek out a small safe warm bedroom in which to rest. If you, if you can provide your pup with his own little den in the form of a crate, then there's really nothing to fear. And actually, as long as you're not using forceful or any type of punishment associated with his den or nest, he'll actually fall in love with it. My dogs, uh, the, the crate doors are always open, and my dogs love taking their naps in their crate, which is exactly uh, the experience that I intended to create for them. A dog crate has a lot of uses for both of you and your pet, with housebreaking, of course, at the top of the list. Nature has arranged it that small enclosed areas will help your puppy learn conscious control of his urge to eliminate. In the wild mother wolves teach their litters to potty outside the den and if you provide your puppy with his own den you're working in harmony with his natural desire to not soil it. Other uses for crates include keeping your pet safe from a long list of dangers and potential disasters. Everything from electrical cords to cat food bowls to Potentially, if you've got visitors or company over, those are all great times for the puppy to naturally go into his den and have a little time out. If you're absolutely dead set against crate training your unhousebroken dog, then the only other option you have is to tether your dog to you so that no matter where you go, your dog is right there beside you. The way to do this is to put a clip on the leash and then you put the leash uh, uh, around your waist or you clip your dog, you tether your dog to your belt buckle at all times. Obviously, this arrangement wouldn't be practical for, mo- for many of you, which is why, of course, I recommend that you consider using the crate. House training rule number two is to feed your dog on a schedule. I never recommend that you just leave a bowl of food out for your dog or your puppy because as your dog eats and nibbles, you're not able to time exactly when feces are are going to happen. If you're feeding your dog or puppy on a once, twice, or three times a day schedule, depending on your puppy's or adult dog's age, then you're able to know that within 30 minutes to an hour later, they're going to have a bowel movement and you can plan for that. The easiest routine for most people is to feed their dog twice a day. The only time I don't recommend twice a day feeding for puppies is if your puppies is under three pounds of body weight. So you're gonna feed your dogs in the morning and then again at night. For most dogs, about an hour after breakfast and an hour after dinner, they're going to need to go outside and go poo. So it's important that someone in the house is watching and waiting and ready for that to happen. Feeding your dog on a schedule makes potty breaks much more predictable and actually allows you to exercise more control over the situation. And the more opportunities you give your pup to succeed in relieving himself outside, the faster housebreaking will occur. House training ground rule number three is reward your dog for good behavior. In order to successfully potty train your dog, it's crucial that you reward her for good behavior and that you praise her in a way that she understands. And its timing is also really important in there. She will absolutely pick up cues from the tone of your voice. So if you're saying things like, good girl, that's what I'm looking for, nice job, and a quiet, loving, calming tone. Immediately after she performs the good deed, you're reinforcing that behavior. Almost all dogs speak the language of love, which for them is food, so offering a treat uh, within one to three seconds after peeing or pooing in the appropriate spot has happened is another great way to reinforce this behavior. After a short time of offering small morsels of food immediately after your dog has gone potty in the appropriate spot, uh, it won't take dogs very long to recognize that that is what you're looking for and there's a super great reward at the end of that. So you'll see puppies actually get really excited that they did a good job. And that's when you can begin backing off of the number of awards that you're giving them. So sometimes you will offer a treat and sometimes you'll just offer verbal praise. Good job, and a pet, and you can celebrate that. And it's interesting. Usually you only have to use food rewards for a very short period of time before puppies and adult dogs respond to praise alone after a successful urination or defecation in the appropriate spot. Once your dog is fully house trained, you can completely eliminate the need for food or treats if you wish and just offer verbal commands of being happy and celebrating her good deed outside. House training ground rule number four is don't punish your dog for making mistakes. For many people, this can be the most difficult rule to follow, but I can't stress how important this point is. Of course, it's frustrating when your four-legged family member just doesn't seem to cooperate or looks like maybe they're intentionally making a bad decision, but in order to successfully house train your pup, you have to avoid punishing any type of mistake. And mistakes are going to happen, so no shouting. No, absolutely no physical contact, so never, you know, rub your dog's nose in it or make any type of scary sound uh, if your dog or or puppy makes a mistake. Oftentimes in the morning with smaller dogs or puppies, you'll find that they'll go outside and pee, but as their bladder is developing, they don't realize that there's still urine left in their bladder. So 10 minutes after they've gone potty outside, they come back in and pee again. Wildly frustrating. If that's happening to you, then be smarter than your puppy and take him or her out in the morning and then five minutes later, take her back out again to relieve the remaining part of the urine in her bladder so that she has a successful morning housebreaking session. It's really important to take into your account your attitude towards your puppy when it comes to failures. Um, So first of all, don't give your your dog or puppy a chance to fail, but when they do, recognize that your response to that failure is really important. If you're yelling or using a harsh tone or if you are at all responding negatively, you're actually teaching your puppy to fear you and fear this response. And so what will happen is your puppy will go into another room to potty versus um, just developing that trust relationship with you that eventually will lead to him or her letting you know that they have to go outside. Dogs obviously know when you're upset at them, but they also don't know exactly why, which actually leads to a lot of feelings of confusion and also fear in dogs. From your dog's point of view, you're the center of her universe. So it's really important that as a loving pack leader, you are role modeling trust as the foundational emotion in your in your relationship. Even if you catch your pup in the actual act of relieving himself indoors, make sure you're not responding in fear or force. What will happen in that situation is your puppy will connect his elimination with your anger, and then he just becomes more sneaky about elimination. He'll just go behind the couch, or he'll wait until you've turned your head before he does it. So it's important that every situation pertaining to housebreaking, is very positive. The most important thing to remember is by the time your dog is relieving himself on the floor, you've actually missed that opportunity to make a successful experience. So your timing of making sure you're doing your part in coordinating outdoor uh, Potty breaks is the most important aspect of housebreaking. When it's time for your dog's morning break, grab some treats, put her on the leash, and bring her to your specific outdoor potty spot. Give her about five minutes to do her business. During that time, she's on the leash. It's interesting. You'll see her just look at you, and you'll look at her. And initially, she'll wonder, why are we out here? What's going on? But eventually, because she has to pee or poo, she will actually go potty, and when she begins to urinate or defecate, that's when you begin verbal praise. So you basically ignore her until she starts urinating or defecating, and then you let her know that's a good girl. That's what we're looking for. I recommend that you use a verbal cue that she can begin correlating to the act of urination and defecation, which is also going to help her recognize that that's the act that you're looking for. Don't make the mistake that if your puppy doesn't relieve herself the minute that you bring her outside that she doesn't have to go. That's very important. You know biologically that if your puppy's been in the crate for seven hours all night, she probably has made some urine and probably feces as well. So if she's playing or squirrely or is absolutely not interested in And pottying outside then bring her back in put her back in the crate and try again five or ten minutes later so ideally you'll be able to take your puppy to the potty spot use the cue go pee or go poo or go potty whatever your cue word is and then of course use rewards initially but the goal is after your verbal cue your puppy will perform the blessed beautiful act of being housebroken and then you celebrate together if you have a fenced yard and it's you know that your backyard environment's safe, a lot of pet owners are just interested in letting their puppy out to do her thing outside. I don't recommend that initially for two reasons. One, it's important that you monitor your puppy's urine and feces. And it's important that you're watching to make sure that the puppy's not having diarrhea. You want to make sure that they're not getting into things like bark, rocks sticks uh, when they're really really young but also that doesn't give you the opportunity to cue or mark that potty behavior and that can be really valuable later on when you're interested in communicating to your dog i need you to go potty right now that's something you want to set up early on so if you can spend the first couple of months with your puppy on a leash even if you have a fenced in backyard that's going to give you the boundaries and the verbal cues that your puppy needs to be able to communicate later on in life that you're interested in having them go pee or poo right now, um, even if they're off leash. Certain dogs and certain breeds seem to understand from a very young age to do their business outside. And actually some breeds just don't. I absolutely have seen some breeds just take longer to housebreak. And I have had, some people say to me, I've heard that certain breeds can't be housebroken. It's not true, It, it just takes certain breeds and sometimes certain puppies with slower cognitive development a little bit longer to understand the ground rules of housebreaking.